Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and d chiroinositol This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. What's that? This is a refreshing mint tea on ice. I drink it daily because studies show that it can help reduce elevated testosterone and as a result help me manage PCOS symptoms like acne, mood, hair loss. My other favorite flavor is their electric turmeric, which helps with immunity while providing anti-inflammatory support. Great for PCOS. It's also blended with ginger, which is great for digestion, and cinnamon to help support healthy blood sugar and combat cravings. But... I don't see a tea bag in it. That's right. Peak delivers concentrated antioxidants and plant nutrients that are extracted with cold brew crystallization, so I don't need a tea bag. I can easily just pour it into hot or cold water. There's no prep or brewing necessary. And for something I plan to consume every day, I want to ensure that it's pure too. Studies show that those other fancy tea bags leak billions of microplastics into your tea. Peak has been triple toxin screened for pesticides, heavy metals, and toxic mold. They make it super accessible to get effective and pure tea. Wow, that's amazing. Let me try some. Sure. Head over to peaktea.com forward slash sister spelled P-I-Q-U-E-T-E-A and use our code the sisterhood one word to get 5% off your first order. All right, babe, let's take a moment to correct our posture, take a deep breath and have some pure spectrum CBD. Sure. Hey sisters, CBD can help with acne, inflammation, anxiety, sleep, and so many other PCOS symptoms. I personally take it throughout the day to help keep my stress hormones nice and low. Not to mention, I sleep like a baby every night and I don't wake up fatigued at all. Now open your mouth please so I can give you a serving. Ah. Uh... Now hold it for 60 seconds. Head over to PureSpectrumCBD.com and use the code THESISTERHOOD, one word, for 10% off. Can I stop now? Nope, you got 30 more seconds. Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy-free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. A three, a two, and a one. Welcome, sisters, to another episode of the podcast. Welcome, ladies. I am currently staring at myself on the TV. Yeah, well, let's just say good old Sirak has updated the podcast studio, so now the camera is connected to the TV so we can watch ourselves. The whole time as we're recording the podcast, you're waiting. This is so fun. 
This is so legit, you guys. I can't. Well, watch us on YouTube to see. <laughs> yeah. Don't let's not get distracted about watching ourselves. I feel like I'm looking at my knee now. Because I notice when we do our <laughs> podcast, I wear shorts sometimes because it's so hot right now. And like I'll like put my leg up. And then like it's happening right now. I can see on the TV like what? my shorts sometimes are too short and it's showing a little bit too much thigh. <laughs> and I want people to know that's not what this show is about. We're not about showing skin. We're about <laughs> empowering people i'm sure nobody minds Sirak. everyone's enjoying your thigh well now i could see the thigh to short ratio and <laughs> just be aware of what's showing and what's not that is so funny Alrighty, but welcome sisters to another episode of the podcast today we're gonna have a, a great topic as always it's gonna talk about the all or nothing mentality mm-hmm. i know it's a, a very common thing not just with pcos of course but i feel like in life too we get into this habit of either all or nothing, meaning I have to completely get on board with whatever my goal is, or it means I'm not doing anything to achieve that goal. Right. I brought this up to Sirak earlier before we started this podcast. I was like, you know, reviewing what I wanted to say about my personal experience with all or nothing. And I was like, what's your experience, babe? And he said, my life is all or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess well, that's true. Yeah, for me it is. But start with yourself, babe. Like, what was your experience with the all or nothing mentality and PCOS and, yeah, like, that whole thing? Yeah, basically, you know, in the beginning of the PCOS journey, I was really excited to, like, reverse PCOS. You know, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying low carb. Okay, let's do keto. Running every day on the treadmill to burn those calories and lose weight. And I really had an all or nothing mindset Mm -hmm. and it was really stressful and I didn't do a very good job of sticking to it. And then it was very disappointing. So I was like, my mom would say, like, you're fighting with the food, like, just eat it, you know, or don't eat it. Like, what's going on? Like, what is this horrible, like emotional feeling you're uh, developing around food? Um, And so I had an experience with all or nothing. So by the time I came to the point where I decided to be gluten and dairy free, I was out of that all or nothing mindset and I was a little more relaxed and I was like, you know what? I'm exhausted from all of this and I'm going to do this in a more um, listening to my body type of way. Was there one or two things that happened that made you realize what you were doing was wrong and that like you needed to just go one step at a time? Yeah, specifically like it was the experiences before going gluten and dairy free that Mm -hmm. taught me, you know, that I was doing it wrong. Like I would eat cereal for example and that was obviously all carbs but then i was like but it says weight loss on the box like it's Mm. special k cereal and so i i was like should i eat it should i not eat it and then i'd eat like one little piece at a time like a bird because you know like i i just didn't know if i should or how much i should have and it it's just like i'm hungry you know and it was miserable so going gluten and dairy free i was like enough of this miserableness let me just slowly swap foods out you know, one meal at a time, try it out, see how I feel. And then I saw these great positive effects. And after a year of slowly swapping things and making choices that were gluten and dairy free, I was like, okay, I can do this. And now it's like 99.9% of the time gluten and dairy free. Yeah. And just to touch on that, I mean, it sounds like you were basically like putting yourself in this habit of thinking you're failing mm-hmm. or you're doing like you're basically because you're not able to achieve this all or nothing you're failing which is obviously not the case because it takes time to get to um like to that state to whatever that you, you want to do like either going gluten or dairy free yeah or perhaps you know like maybe you want to go do a keto diet or maybe you want to do something else like a lot of these um 
sometimes the trick is that you like want to get in on it right away mm-hmm. with no like s- slow steps exactly and then you just feel like a failure and then you give up and yeah. it doesn't really work at all you know yeah i don't know have you had an all or nothing experience i mean as i mentioned to you before the podcast my whole life is like all or nothing <laughs> it's like fantasy football all or nothing baby we're winning I, all five fantasy football leagues or we're right. losing that's everything. right i either win all five or there's <laughs> nothing to come to or ride home all about that's it and you can tell us you can ask tally like every sunday it's like how's fantasy going babe she's like scared to ask you know i'm like well i'm winning in three but not the other two <laughs> who does that it almost you make it sound like you're always losing football but you're not you know what i mean if i'm truly good at italian i'll beat them all five. Oh my gosh but see that's a great example that of is such a good example way too all or nothing i mean for me like i'm joking a little bit here but it's half true like i'm i really want to win in, <laughs> in all five of my fantasy football leagues and it's like the same thing with like uh Obviously, PCOS and fantasy football aren't the same thing. Absolutely. But it's the same process of like the the mental thought. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. mental thought is there. And I'm sure many of you sisters have thought the same thing. It's like, I'm either going to lose all this weight in this next month or whatever. And or or it's that's it. That's all that's about. But obviously, like that's looking way too short term. And it's not thinking about the long term effects and how much easier it actually is when you look at it over a long term period versus you know, like a like a like your like the time is running down, kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. So we have some great tips for you, yeah. not to worry, sisters. But I just want you to think about it. Do you have an all or nothing mindset? You know, sometimes we're not even aware of it because we're so passionate about trying to reverse PCOS. Yeah. So if you've ever thought some of these, then perhaps you have bumped into the all or nothing mindset. Mm-hmm. I ate so badly this week. What do I do to detox all of this food? I'm happy you said this one because that word detox so triggering. is such a triggering word. And honestly, sisters, if you don't know, like it's commonly used as like a tactic, like a marketing tactic. Let's just say like, oh, it's seven day detox diet or yeah. uh, let's do um, apple cider vinegar to detox, detox your body. It's like all these things supposedly to detox it, it, it makes the person think that oh like if i do this it's gonna clean me out clean me out and it's never that simple and, and that just, easy yeah. like for example when you do when you go on like a gluten dairy free diet there is a detox process but it's not like this three-day thing where you like detox your body and everything's evolved. clean yeah. and reversed and all or nothing and we're good yeah like it takes time to like you know help the body and like all, all those things so like whenever you hear like a seven-day detox just just think like don't think so short term and think of like how is this really going to help me with my health exactly and like like time said like i ate so badly this weekend what should i do to detox like avoid those thoughts because it just makes a negative connotation around this lifestyle that should be you know all encompassing and long term versus a three-day detox and then we're back to our old eating habits yeah Okay, another one. I gave in to eating gluten and dairy. Might as well continue and start over tomorrow. <laughs> Just like eat gluten and dairy all yeah. day long. And this one is, is very important to say because we always talk about consistency versus perfection. Yeah. So like, like a lot of sisters, you know, I know you want to like just like get on that path of like improvement with PCOS. So like when you hear about our recommendation with gluten and dairy free, you think I'm just going to jump in. And then like if you can't do mm-hmm. it, it's like, oh, I failed. Where... That's just that you just you just started at, at such a pace that was hard for yourself. You, you were at a disadvantage, disadvantage. Yeah, exactly. Another one. I'm such a failure. I gave and 
I caved and gave into my sugar cravings. Might as well have it all. You know, and then you dive into the pantry and you take out all the dried fruit and all of the sugary sweet things because who even cares, you know, and then you just feel that I feel like a failure, like starting with that sentence is totally going to stop you from improving at all. Because mm-hmm. you're not a failure just because you had some sugar. This is a lifestyle once again. Mm-hmm. Like you can have some sugar and you can have a little bit of gluten or whatever your body can tolerate. You can do whatever you want. But once you start labeling yourself negatively, then you start to embody that. And then yeah. you start doing things that feed into that label that you labeled yourself. And then you completely just fulfill. What's it called? Fulfilling your... Um, there's a word for it in psychology about. like when you think of yourself a certain way fulfillment prophecy yeah prophecy I yeah. Have no idea. I that's exactly that. the word yeah okay well i am a genius and <laughs> but like that's it's so good you said that this sentence because so like let's say it's let's just say like this in this sentence i caved into my sugar cravings might as well have more so let's just say it's evening and let's just say you felt like having a cookie or something and you feel guilty about it right yeah and like there's that thought in your head oh i'm just gonna eat more because this day is already over. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a little bit of, you know, like a, a little bit of a win if you were to actually be like, you know, I ate this cookie. And even though like I feel a little bit down on myself, I'm going to stop right now and use this as a way to be like, oh, look, I stopped myself from having more because I, I'm gaining more more and more control over my cravings. Mm-hmm. If you do th- like thinking like that, that positive and that positive approach will really help you feel more positive about the experience so that when you Say, okay, you know, I had one cookie and I'm totally happy with and that. And it was delicious. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's a big win right there. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm going to be even on a great, greater start. Exactly. Because you know? it's not like if you eat all of this right now, this night, that tomorrow is a fresh start. Because whatever you eat in that evening, if you keep on, like, let's say, having more sweets, is going to contribute to more issues the next day. It's not exactly. like the next day it's all erased and you can start from the beginning. Not to put pressure. If that does happen, don't worry. It's okay. You can still... Yeah. Know, get back on it but it's just like think of it like that like don't think of it as if i have all this i'll start fresh tomorrow it's more like how can i use this as a small win to help me to help motivate myself I for like tomorrow that just rephrasing the situation in your head so it doesn't turn into i'm a failure yeah and it's like i enjoyed this okay i'm good yeah. where's my obacetol <laughs> why do yeah. i have cravings let me think <laughs> yeah and it's really about the mental approach because a lot like this is actually discussed in psychology since mm-hmm. you brought it up Tallinn, is that a lot of times like this is a very common thing that humans do is you we put it in our heads that it's super difficult so for example i'm just going to throw out something random here for lawyers there's a bar exam right and it's very commonly known that the bar exam is super hard, very hard to do. So if you know this in your head, this mentality of it's super hard, it's impossible to pass in certain states, blah, blah, blah. You're going to go into that test and the studying super stressed out. You're going to think that it's really hard for you to do this, almost that it's impossible. Maybe you're not. You're going to think that you're not good enough. All these yeah. things that are not true. Whereas if you were going, if you were to go into it more positively, like, like saying, oh, I don't know what the stats are, but like, let's just say three quarters of all lawyers pass this exam, which is majority. Or you know, um, my cousin who's a lawyer passes exam the first time. Like, if you think of the, if mm-hmm. if you think of a more positive approach, that a lot of lawyers pass this exam, and that's yeah. gonna tell you, oh, if all these people pass, why can't I pass? Oh, I got this thing. So mm-hmm. it's not that it's difficult. It's more like the mentality that you're going into this with, and times phone rings it's only like the 48th episode it's an alarm to say post it's 12 o'clock 
<laughs> I like that example, though, about yeah. the lawyers They're going into a test and having studied and being completely prepared, but then convincing yourself that you're not prepared and then you fail because you could, your mind wasn't right. Yeah, just because just because you've heard from so many people, it's so hard. It's so hard. But, yeah. You know, someone even asked that on the live earlier, like fertility. You know, so many women are struggling with fertility. Should I be worried? Why are we jumping onto that wagon? Like there are all these solutions we haven't tried yet. Yeah. All of these things that are really helpful for our symptoms before we even want to get pregnant. You know, why should we jump into that? Just because you read about it on Google, that's, you know, women with PCOS struggle with the fertility. Doesn't mean that's going to be true for you. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Exactly. So, yes, many of us are struggling with an all or nothing mindset. Mm -hmm. I mean, who could live up to these unrealistic standards 100% of the time, being perfectly gluten and dairy-free, perfectly low-carb, no sugar whatsoever? It's just a mentality that doesn't work long-term. Yeah, and remember, there's no one in this world that's perfect, including my wife. Oh, my God. How <laughs> oh, really? dare you? Is there anyone that's perfect with anything? With their personality, with their diet, with anything, totally. nobody's nobody is perfect, sisters. Just always remember that. If you have like an like an idol, yeah, some maybe someone you really look up to, maybe a family member, maybe a celebrity, maybe someone, whoever They're it is, perfect. just know that that person is not perfect. What you see on TV or when you see that person or whatever is just only what you see. You don't mm. know what they're going through in their personal life and all that. So. That being said, you're perfect just the way you are. That's with all exactly the imperfection. Right. Look, look, for, look at Tali, just it. just like uh, over overdoing me right there. Oh <laughs> no, I just had to say that because he said no one's perfect. But you know no, what, of sisters? Course. No, I, yeah, you're perfect. Talian's completely right, and I only say <laughs> no one's perfect, so you don't I have know, to like put yourself on the pedestal to next to someone. You know exactly. My English is not so good. Okay, <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go into now the three steps. To breaking the all or nothing mentality break how to it. break those chains so that you're not l limited mentally or physically by these um you know by this mentality okay the first tip i got is don't do anything too drastic mm -hmm. too fast set realistic expectations for yourself and share them with someone who's supportive like a partner or a friend you know anyone who's around you that's really cheering you on and not judging you through mm -hmm. the journey because the last thing you need is someone judging you because now you're, you're trying not to judge yourself you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. when someone's like feeding that into your brain it's not very helpful so basically if you're th like thinking of it this way some people want to go completely gluten and dairy free all at once okay then you kind of feel like a failure if you haven't you can try doing gluten free first you can try just doing breakfast gluten-free first these are small wins and it's something to celebrate and something to be proud of for yourself instead of being like oh well, i didn't eat gluten-free at lunch and oh screw it the rest of the day is ruined and and then you know having this um defeat defeatist type of mentality about it you know you want to just celebrate even the smallest wins because that's going to push you in the right direction yeah. one little step at a time and I think it's just really important not only for us to be positive, but also for the supportive people around us to um, for us to be aware of them so that we stay in that positive mindset. So whether or not you have someone supportive in your life, you know, you have the sisterhood, you have, you know, us in the sisterhood cheering you on. Our Instagram page is full of positivity, you know, and all these good vibes. Just keeping your eyes on these types of 
positive things will push you in the right direction and just shifting your attention from anyone who's being negative about it and saying that you're not doing good enough or like, have you lost weight yet? Or like, Mm -hmm. you know, jumping down your throat if you have a piece of cheese or something, you know, like you don't want that in your life. Yeah, exactly. Sirak just did an Instagram story. Yeah, I was listening, but I I just did an Instagram (laughs) story of the podcast, you know, just showing you talking a little bit, showing the behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Yeah. But that was great. I really, yeah. I listened to what you were saying. And I re- completely agree. It's just like, someone put com- yourself around people like that. Someone commented on one of the stickers I did the other day and said that um, her mom was asking her every single day if she lost weight yet, if she lost weight yet. And it's like putting her down. Mm. And, you know, this isn't like an unusual problem for people to have when like loved ones really want to see you succeed, but then they're kind of like suffocating you about it. Yeah. So I, it's just a mindset thing again, like shifting your attention towards the positivity you know, we're bringing that to you as much as possible and just enveloping yourself in that. Yeah. So I guess one way to look and expand that is when you're going gluten dairy free, is it like, do you go the do you go like all at once? Do you go completely gluten dairy free all at once? Like I said earlier, while we were doing this, while you sorry. were doing Instagram stories. Okay, I was distracted. <laughs> I'm sorry. I heard everything except that part i guess yeah okay uh, doing gluten and dairy free one step at a time starting with breakfast and then moving on moving forward and not feeling defeated if you don't eat a gluten-free lunch Mm -hmm. just always patting yourself on the back now the second so embarrassed i am embarrassed (laughs) it's hard to multitask there's so much content to be created we've Uh, already done so much today my brain is fried and it's only 12 so true okay all right next one our second tip reframing your all or nothing thoughts so i gave some i wrote down some examples of all or nothing thoughts and how we can reframe it babe do you want to read the first one sure so the first thought is i can't have any gluten or dairy anymore if i want to reverse my pcos okay so we can rephrase this because this sounds a little bit restrictive. It sounds really suffocating and it's very all or nothing. Yeah. Like what if gluten and dairy free wasn't the end all be all for you and you yeah. didn't reverse your PCOS, but it kind of helped a little. You're not going to stick to it because it didn't meet up to your expectations. Yeah. And if you, and if you, let's say you don't stick to it and you feel like it's not right for you, you feel like there's something wrong with you that it's not working for you because yeah. you put up all this pressure that you have to do this. Exactly. So I like to rephrase this with, I'm going to try to slowly shift my lifestyle toward eating gluten and dairy free to see if it is right for my body. If it doesn't feel right for me mentally or physically, I can stop. Mm -hmm. There are other ways to help my PCOS. I'll give this a shot. This is open minded. This is not all or nothing. So much more positive. This is relaxed. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Smell the roses. (laughs) Okay. We have another example. Next one is, I can't have any carbs because I have PCOS and I have to lose weight to get pregnant. Yeah, that's super restrictive on yourself. Yeah. Like the mentality, the thoughts. One, you're saying, I'm not going to have any carbs. Any carbs. And then you're putting that pressure that by not having any carbs, I'm going to get pregnant, which obviously, it's. I mean, although it can help some people with the lower, lowering the carbs to help with the fertility, it's like you, you shouldn't make that connection because that's like, if I don't do it, then I'm not getting pregnant. Therefore, it's my fault that I didn't do it. Yeah. And then imagine the pressure, like you really want to get pregnant. This is a very sensitive subject. Yeah. And you've failed with your expectations you haven't met. You know, like this is just a lot of stress you're putting on your body. Mm -hmm. So one way you can 
rephrase that is by saying, I'm going to find an amount of carbs that feels right for my body Mm -hmm. and doesn't make me feel fatigued or bloated. And then that can help with my fertility in the future. Mm -hmm. That's it. Great. Leave it at that. Okay. We got a third one. All right. Um, I have to work out five times a week or else I'll never lose weight with PCOS. This one I can definitely uh, um, chime in on is like, uh, like there's no amount of times you have to work out a week to lose weight. Nobody made like a bylaw, like guideline that says (laughs) this equals that. Yeah. That goes to anything in this world. It's really about it's like your diet and lifestyle. That lifestyle includes working out. It's how you put these two together you know, synergistically, if that's a word, mm-hmm. is is like is how it's gonna help you. So like Talene's approach here, she she put here, I already worked out a few times this week and I'm not feeling it today. Today I'm fatigued. I didn't get enough sleep. School was stressful. I feel like doing some breath work and going on a light walk instead. See, that's perfect because we're, we're that's where we're talking about the diet and lifestyle synergy. Is like mm-hmm. that you don't want to just work out maximum amount of times that you possibly can in a week to maximize your results because that is not right for everyone like especially for women with pcs you don't want to just over like keep on working out every single day really boosting those Mm -hmm. uh, stress levels those cortisol levels really like impacting your recovery by continuously working out every day without taking a break and then that's where like the diet and lifestyle synergy comes you want to make sure your lifestyle aka like your work your workouts too are a balance with your diet so that everything just works together beautifully. Yeah, I love the way you just explained that. And you love me. Don't ever forget that. (laughs) It allows you to just naturally do whatever is going to be right for your body, whether it's working out or it's going, I mean, doing a weighted workout or going on a light walk. Mm -hmm. You're doing something that's helping you and not forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do. Yes. Are you looking for your pen? I was looking for my pen. Well, I don't have it. (laughs) <laughs> of course you don't. Okay. All right. Next Tip one, number three. Don't beat yourself up about it. So there's going to be a moment when you have some gluten and dairy, you eat a slice of cake, you want some sugar in your life, like whatever it is, you know, someone brings donuts to the office and you want some, you know, living your best life, you get some. The more, like we said earlier, that you beat yourself up about it, the less likely you are to make good choices for yourself if you want a donut then that's a good choice for your soul in that moment yeah if you if that is what's going to make you feel better who's to tell you not to eat it we highly encourage you to eat things that are great for your pcos gluten and dairy free and so on but sometimes you're a human being and Mm -hmm. you feel like having a donut like i I don't think it's healthy to be super restrictive with yourself i've come to a point personally where i would not eat the donut because i really like feeling good and when i'm gluten and dairy free i feel really good i'm not bloated my skin is great this and that so it just doesn't even appeal to me anymore and that's Mm. where i'm at in my life but if you know if you're not there yet or if or or maybe if it's something else i don't particularly like donuts if it's something else that i really like sure yeah like an oreo or like (laughs) ice cream ice cream or something yeah then i'll be like you know what i'm just gonna have a little because it's gonna make me happy right now yeah whatever but uh, and like the way you got there was having this more positive mentality yes not being all or nothing so like like Talia was mentioning how like when she sees, she sees a donut, she doesn't really want it. It doesn't appeal to her. And I can honestly say the same thing about myself. Like when I see a Coca-Cola, Pepsi, 
soda i really like it has no appeal i don't even want to sip it like it gives me i have no desire mm -hmm. but i didn't get there in one day i used to drink two coke cans a day when i was like 16 when was 17 when i was a young teenager and i was two? playing i had no idea you didn't even know me back then lady <laughs> so i was like 16 15 years old drinking coke cans whatever like i didn't know anything about health whatever and then slowly over time as i learned through my 20s you know, like the like how Coca-Cola impacts you, the sugars in there and other stuff. I slowly was like, okay, I'm drinking less, I'm drinking less to the point where I was drinking nothing. And now, like I mentioned, I, I haven't had one in like a couple of years, I would say. Yeah. And again, sisters, that's not through this all or nothing where I was like, I'm never having a Coke again. It wasn't that. It was literally like, okay, you know, I'm going to slowly stop this. And I slowly was like, I don't like this. Yeah. And that's really how this I got This doesn't taste there. good anymore. Yeah. I don't feel good after this. Yeah. And then you can naturally just avoid it. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, if it's ice cream, like just the other day, Sirak was like, let's get a little bit of ice cream. Mm -hmm. You thought it was sorbet where it didn't have any dairy yeah, in it. Yeah, I thought it was sorbet. And I knew <laughs> no. that it had dairy in it, but I was like, whatever, we'll share a little cup and like, it tastes good. I'll just have a little bit. Yeah. You had like four or five bites. Yeah. Had some acne during the next week, but yeah. that's the risk I took. But, you know, no reason to beat myself up about it. Living my life. These exactly. are great tips, babe. Exactly. All right. So, I mean, we went, we went through our main tips, but we're not going to stop there. So, like, if you feel like um, possibly you're like you're alone in how you're feeling about, oh, like when I slip up, I'm messing up. Or perhaps like you're, you, you're, you feel like only you're thinking all or nothing. So we asked this question in the community, in the PCOS community on our Instagram page, PCOS.weightloss, mm -hmm. to see how everybody else feels. Just so that we can all feel like we're in the same boat here because it's very common to think all or nothing. Yes. So we asked, uh, the question that we asked on our uh, Instagram was, what is your thought process when you accidentally slip slip up when it, comes to P when it comes to the PCOS diet and lifestyle changes? Should I start with the first answer? Yeah. Bean James says, tomorrow is a new day. Yeah. Love That's it. That's a great positive approach. And it's, it is true. Tomorrow is a new day. And mm -hmm. it's not like whatever you do today is going to make tomorrow like cloudy or exactly. like sad. As long as you just have a new mentality. You can start over as soon as you want. Yeah. Ashley Toledo says, I'll do better next time. I love that. Yeah. Ma Mandy Maloney says, I beat myself up and throw in the towel on the whole day. Mm, yeah. That's a common thing yeah. for a lot of people, a lot of sisters to feel this way. And we just want to say we hope listening to this podcast kind of helps you to like not think that way just mm -hmm. because it's like don't beat yourself up sisters because it's not your fault. Like this is a hormonal problem. That's true. It's a, too. It's a, it's a metabolic disorder. Exactly. This is something that's out of your control and you're doing your best to control it. So yeah, exactly. We, it we, starts out of your control. Yeah. But you can control yeah, it. Exactly. But there's it's hard to figure out how. And amidst all of it. We're going to crave things and eat yeah. things and whatnot. And then, you know, beat yourself up about it and throw in the towel and this and that. You, once you wrap your head around what's happening hormonally, like Sirak said, mm -hmm. you won't beat yourself up as much because you're like, you know what? Yeah. This is just my insulin. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. Next person is RM George. She says, I, I automatically think I took 10 steps back and all the work I did prior to is trash. I worry about weight gain, period, facial hair, and it causes a lot of anxiety because I'm type A and rule follower. I'm learning to give myself grace. 
I like yeah. the ending to this. I'm yeah. learning to give myself grace. Yeah, and it sounds like, you know, like she's a type A, which I believe, um, I don't know what, there's a type A and type B personality. A type A is when you're like very diligent at things and everything is a little bit perfectionist, um, you know, and everything just has to be all or nothing. Type A. <laughs> okay, so like, yeah, like like that perfect perfectionist um, mentality, mm-hmm. which I personally have myself. Um, a lot of times I'm too perfectionist when it comes to like a lot of things that I do and I end up wasting a lot of time because I'm spending too much time on it. But, Stressing yourself out over something. Yeah, like this podcast. You guys <laughs> have no idea the amount of hours, extra hours, like unnecessary hours I've spent <laughs> editing the audio on this podcast to make it sound as crisp and high quality as possible. Round of applause for CDAC's <laughs> editing skills, everyone. So unnecessary. Like, honestly, though, because it still sounds good, but I will spend the extra hour or two just to make it super nice. Well, there's always a positive to that, I yeah. got to say. If it wasn't for your, like, perfectionist mentality, would have we would have never bought, like, great mics like this or figured out how to connect the computer to the TV like this or sure. this lighting situation, yeah. you know? You mean the camera to the... TV because Camera it's very to easy TV. to con- connect Sorry. the computer. I don't want people to think that I'm that like behind them. So, uh, so okay, going back to to um, RM's message here, mm-hmm. where she said, um, "I ought, uh, actually I like what you said there. Like sometimes that perfectionism can help you, or like there's yeah. a positive to it. So like it sounds like RM George says, you know, I'm type A. Well, you know, first be proud of being a type A, yeah. and that how, how it has helped you so many times. And in this instance, she says." I automatically think I took 10 steps back and all the work I did prior to is trash. Well, is it? Because let's, t- let's think about it. You did, let's just say you were going on a gluten-free diet, let's just say for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and you're seeing all these improvements with acne and with, uh, let's just say, hair loss or fatigue. So much improvement. And then let's say you eat one meal that you feel is not good. Do you really think all that is trash? No. No, because you took so much, pr- there's so much progress that happens with like that acne healing, yeah. the hair loss reversing, those are signs that your body is improving. So one meal isn't going to just erase all of that. Yeah. Think of the bigger picture. Look at all of your wins and then notice how much more wins there are than moments that you, uh, you know, lose control and you give into your cravings or whatever. Yeah. There are probably way more wins than that one moment that disappointed you. If you focus on that negative, you're going to take 10 steps back and you're going to throw everything in the trash and you're not going to continue to take care of yourself and you're just going to label yourself in you know, one type of way and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Alrighty. Uh, Next message was from Sailor Moon. She says, today I ate a whole bag of quinoa chips. It's okay to mess up. Just do better tomorrow. I love that. Very positive. Hey, and you chose quinoa chips. Exactly. It's that's a, that's like, a win right there. Yeah. That's yeah. how I would look at it's it. It's not like it's like Doritos or like, you know, something like, yeah. where it's like a lot of empty calories. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's it's more carbs than you probably can handle. You know, a whole sure, bag. Yeah. I don't know how big the bag is, but it was quinoa chips. You're making one, ch- you know, at least it was gluten free. You're making one step. You know, I feel this myself because we eat bean field chips, which is basically <laughs> chips made out of beans. Mm-hmm. And I feel so much better. When I eat bean fields compared to, um, what's it called? Uh, like Doritos, Doritos or something like oh, that. For sure. So like to me, even though like I feel like, oh man, I ate too much. To me, I still feel a lot better than if I had ate like Doritos or something like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Um, before we go on to the wins of the week, where we pick basically um, a sister who is managing her PCOS, taking a huge step 
or um you know lost weight whatever her goals are and we basically read them on the podcast this week we had two but before we get there i actually wanted to um read a message from the pcs hotline so if you don't know we actually have a hotline where you can call in and uh leave a voicemail that will go ahead and play on this podcast and people will hear your voice and will answer your question directly you can also leave a text message on the hotline and today we're going to actually read a text message the text message came um, from anonymous and she asked uh, what is more important to start with diet or working out when it comes to pcos great question i think this is like honestly i think this this question would relate not just to pcos but also to like almost everyone who's trying to to lose weight and and um, when it comes to diet and working out, they go hand in hand. Honestly, the most important thing to start out with is diet. Because if you're working out and, and, and like working out, let's say, three to four times a week, there's only so much that it will help if your diet is not good. So it's really important to get the diet down first and then incorporating the workouts to make sure you're getting the results that you want. Because if you're not doing the diet, and you're just doing the workouts, you're not going to really um, see, see that those results. But, you know, if you just do diet without the working out, you'll actually see results That's over so a true. long period of time. Yeah. You know, so like that just goes to show you without working out, you can still lose weight, which is why diet is the most important. So, yeah, diet and lifestyle will heal your metabolism and that will help you lose weight. And so will working out. But it's not like working out alone. It's yeah. not like a matter of burning calories while you work out and then you lose weight. It's about healing your metabolism. Yeah. Exactly. I wanted to read a little email that uh-huh. I received the other day because I feel like it really pertains to this um, podcast episode. Okay, great. So one sister emailed me and she said, Hello, I've been gluten and dairy free for two and a half months and haven't noticed much of a change yet besides 13 pounds lost. Mm. I've been taking CBD for a month and a half and it's helped with my anxiety, but I just haven't seen a lot of other changes like some of the other sisters share. Maybe my body just needs more time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm not sure if I'm doing something wrong. So I read this and I was like, 13 pounds in That's two so months. Good. That's not nothing. First uh, of all, <laughs> this is excellent. Y- yes. So give, you, give yourself a big pat on the back. I know. It's great progress. I sent her like a whole paragraph response. Like, I'm glad you did. so yeah. excellent. What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, again, like don't compare yourself to somebody else. You don't know what they're going yeah. through. You don't know what their goals were. You don't know like wh- anything basically yeah. no. about that person, what they're doing. So... Take note of your mindset, because if you don't recognize your wins, for example, losing 13 pounds in two months, if you don't see that as a win, and if you're thinking that you're doing something wrong and you're disappointed in your body, how are you going to continue on this journey? Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes we just want everything to reverse and just work out and, you know. Two months is a long time of consistency. Like that's a big deal, you know, and of course you expect major results from that. No matter what type of results you get, even if it's 13 pounds lost, but your other symptoms haven't improved quite yet. Mm -hmm. That's something to celebrate if you want to continue on this journey. And I just, this was like a really meaningful email to me. I did like an Instagram story about it too. And a lot of sisters, like 96% voted that they think the same way. Mm. And it's really important for this podcast episode to air because people need to hear that every little win 
is going to push you in a right direction towards reversing PCOS. You have to celebrate all of them. Yeah. And Amen. if you don't, you just, how are you going to continue? I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. So I'm you glad I just it. got that off my chest. Thank you, Talene. People look, you're like at AA and you had to get it off your chest. Like, you really had, I had to, to say something. I had to read no, it's that. No, it's a beautiful message. And I'm yeah. so happy you opened that email up because you did mention on your Instagram yesterday. And it's like, it should be heard by more people, as much people as possible that like, it's great progress. Like, don't compare yourself to somebody who's maybe further down the road with yeah. different with different goals. Like, yeah. no person is equal to each other when it comes to their goals and what they want and so many things. So, right. beautiful message. Okay. All right. Let's go to the wins. Yes. Celebrate. Yeah. Let's celebrate some wins. And of course, these wins aren't always about weight loss either. They're mm -hmm. always a different. There's everyone has different goals. Some people have goals for hair loss, for acne, and we love to just celebrate anybody who has taken a step or is seeing the results they want to see. That's right. The first winner is Bettina sister from Instagram. Oh yeah, this sister is from Instagram. She her name is Bettina Ruth. She says, during quarantine, I learned to cook more. I started being mindful about my eating habits and lost 20 pounds over the span of five months. I avoid dairy and gluten most of the time. But since I still live with my family, it's, it's inevitable sometimes. Thank you for continuously posting helpful tips. I still have a long way to go, but I'm getting there. Losing 20 pounds seems like a small win, but I never even dreamed that I would be able to do it. Again, thank you. I love that. Great job, Bettina. And I just want to say losing 20 pounds is not small Huge. win. It's it's like a very big goal that you've um, achieved. passed, achieved. Yeah. Like don't, uh, don't, um, what is that word where you're like, kind of like. You're, downplay. Yeah, you're downplaying your win, which is don't, sister, because it's great that even if it was 10 pounds or five pounds. One pound. Or one pound. And you feel good. Yeah. That's a win. That's the most important. And I love how, like she says, I avoid gluten dairy most of the time. But since I still live with my family, it's inedible. I cannot say Inevitable. this Inevitable. So like we're going back to the all or nothing mentality. Right. Like this sister uh, was not able to, you know, be be completely gluten and dairy free maybe because she didn't want to or in this case because of her family mm -hmm. and that's okay and she was still able to lose the weight and still able to improve and that's just should be um like motivating to others who like maybe can't go fully into it it's not it doesn't mean if you don't go fully into that you won't see results this is a great example of exactly one person who saw results exactly all right the um, next win yeah the next one is from the sisterhood and time mm -hmm. why don't you go ahead and read this one? sure this is from hillary patterson she wrote this in the Facebook chat forum. She writes, I have been managing my PCOS for years and I have been at a healthy weight for a while now. After two weeks, gluten-free and dairy-free, I lost four pounds without even trying. I've been eating 100 grams of carbs a day for a decade, but this new gluten and dairy-free lifestyle is the only time that I have felt full and satisfied. My cravings have vanished. Gluten-dairy-free is so simple and it feels like magic. Amazing. I am sleeping better, I am happier, and I feel so in control of my body. That That's is awesome, awesome. Hillary. I, I love, love that. that. Yeah, I, I just love the feeling so control of your body. I know. I mean, four pounds is great, but you know, all these great um, improvements in your symptoms and just feeling in your body is even better. Honestly, yeah. it's just so good to hear that. Yeah, personally, like I love hearing when people are feeling better versus just like obviously like losing weight. If that's your goal, that makes you feel better. Yeah, hundred percent. But, but, like, but I love. It sounds like she was at like a ideal weight, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, because like really the most important thing is feeling better about yourself. Yeah. If that's through losing weight or if that's through other means. We're always here for you. Yeah. 
Exactly. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What a great episode. We hope, sisters, you enjoy that, you know, mm-hmm. why it's important to not think about the all or nothing mentality. And it's important to, like, one, like, have supportive people around you that's not going to, like, uh, put you down, but also, like, support yourself. Yeah, exactly. Be your own cheerleader. Yeah. Celebrate every little win. Always pat yourself on the back. You're doing a great job, sweetie. Yes. <laughs> as Chris right. Jenner would say. Oh, is that Chris Jenner? Yeah. Okay. What does Lord Disick say? I don't know. <laughs> what does Lord Disick say? I want to know. I, I don't know. What's babe? his go-to phrase? I don't watch Kardashians, but I love Scott Disick. We'll figure it out and we'll use it on the next episode. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> All right, sisters, uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram, PCOS.WeightLoss, because we have our daily tips and so much more there, as well as um, yeah, uh, subscribing to our YouTube channel, where we'll be posting more and more videos. And that is the end of this episode, I think. Yes. Stay tuned, sisters. More content to come. Yes. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.